are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Unity of the faith. Now, I don't know that we'll ever come into unity of doctrine. We need to quit bickering and fussing about little petty doctrinal things. <laughs> uh, like once saved, always saved. I don't want out. Forget it, Mac, you know. But the unity of the faith. And I believe you're going to see a day, and I believe it's happening even now, that the Christians are going to come and unite for a common cause, and that is to defeat, destroy, and undo the works the devil has done in our government, in our nation, and change the situations in this nation. And it's time that the Christians begin to vote and get out there and do something about the wickedness in government. Glory be to God. Now, you see, Jesus, our intercessor, our advocate, he will, by the Holy Spirit, teach you all things. I'm not standing up here and telling you who to vote for. If you tune into the Spirit of God, God's Spirit knows all things, and He'll reveal to you who to vote for. I'll tell you, there's coming a unity of the Spirit in this day like has never been before. It's beginning now. Now, it'll progressively grow stronger and stronger. And some have said, how will we ever come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God? And how will the earth be filled with the knowledge of the Lord? Well, you just hide and watch. It's going to come about. Because, you see, in the days of the end, here's what the Spirit of God showed me. The Bible says, to the righteous, light shall arise out of darkness. When things look dark, light shall arise to the righteous. And I'll tell you, the wicked are going to grow more wicked. Now, we're not going to go into a utopia where everybody just gets better and better and better and we all get so good, we just, you know, go into the millennium. No, the world's going to get darker. And the unbeliever is going to get more confused as things go on. I'll tell you, if you're an unbeliever and walking in the ways of darkness, you better get out because uh, the darkness is going to get darker. But to the Christian, to the believer, to those that walk in the light of the word, the light is going to get lighter. You know why? It's very simple. Because when the wicked get closer to the end, they're getting closer to the kingdom of darkness. So darkness grows darker. And as a believer, the righteous, as we get closer to the end of time, we're getting closer to the kingdom of light. And our light is growing lighter. And our wisdom will grow more profound. And the wisdom of God is going to lead us and guide us. And I'll tell you, the wicked are going to try to pull together to keep corruption in government. But as they seemingly try to pull together, it'll pull apart. And as they try to put it back together, it'll come apart again. But the unity of the faith will bring together a unity for a common cause for righteousness in the earth that will vote together, will walk together, will come together for a common cause and you'll see great and mighty manifestations of God's power in the earth in the latter days. So lift up your head and rejoice. It's not a time to look down in fear. It's a time to look up and praise me for that time is already near, saith the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm glad I came. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. A body thou hast prepared me. The body of Christ on this planet is the one that has spiritual authority in the land. If we allow demons and evil spirits to destroy our freedom, it's not God's fault. It was not God that was controlling that. It's what the church does. See, God does not have everything under control on this planet. Now, he has an overall control. It's up to us to do some things and to cast down these principalities and powers. And here Daniel, through his praying for 21 days in partial fast, he interceded there. And from the earth, man has power to pull down these principalities. Jesus speaking, 16th chapter of Matthew said, whatever you bind will be bound on earth. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, another rendering to that is that whatever you have authority to bind on earth is what's already bound out of heaven. Just stop and ask yourself, what's bound out of heaven? Sickness and disease and all the things that hurt and destroy. We have authority to bind principalities and powers. When the Apostle Paul says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and the rulers of the darkness of this world. That's what he's referring to. We need to call down the spiritual wickedness that is behind the wickedness that is happening on this earth. Another example of that is found in the Old Testament where that God speaks through a prophet and says, take up a lamentation against the prince of Tyrus. Now the prince of Tyrus, of course, was a man, but some of the things he said about that prince could not even be to a man. In other words, it was showing you by law of double reference that there was a man on the earth under the influence of a spirit being above the earth in the atmosphere that was controlling that man. And this is what Paul says we're wrestling against. Principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world. Then he doesn't leave us there. He tells us how it's done and how to go about it. We put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand. Wherefore, take unto you, verse 13 of Ephesians 6, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day, having done all to stand, stand therefore. Now, this is a military term here. When you've done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth. I'll tell you if there's ever a time that we need to have the truth girded tight about our loins. Now, you see, that girt about the loins was the belt that held the armor on and held it in place and held the sword and everything on. There's ever a time that we need to gird ourselves with the truth it's now. Now, there's some things that have been happening in the lives of people. There's some people today that are backing off the word of faith and because of experiences, they're going back and saying that there's nothing to it. But if there's ever a time that we need to gird ourselves with truth, it's now. God's word works. It's always dangerous. Now listen to what I'm going to say. It's always dangerous to take an experience instead of God's word to be the truth. I don't care what you experience. It does not change God's word. 
Are you listening to me? Now this could also be included in the area of intercession. There's a lot of strange things being taught about intercession nowadays. And some of it's because someone's had this experience in intercession. Now listen, it's dangerous when you begin to take and teach an experience rather than what God's Word says. Now I don't have an axe to grind with anybody other than the fact that all we have to go with is the Word of God. If you cannot find your experience in the Word of God, I would be very careful about the experience that I had. And I wouldn't share it with anybody, I don't believe, if I can't find it in the Word of God. Are you listening to me? You still love me? You're going to have to if you make it to heaven. <laughs> Glory be to God. Well, where were we? You girt yourself with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. You shall be able to. Say it with me. I shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Well, thank God if he said you could, you can. <laughs> And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Would you allow me to read this the way I believe that it should be punctuated? Now, you don't have to believe it this way. I'm not teaching it as a doctrine. But notice that is not the end of the sentence there in verse 17. Now, let's read it this way. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Did you catch that? Now, when he's talking about praying in the Spirit, I believe the Apostle Paul is talking about the same thing he was talking about over there in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, when he said, I will pray in the Spirit, I will pray with my understanding also. He's talking about praying in tongues. Now, listen to him here. He says, and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always. Now, sometimes we say, well, here's our sword. But now, really, this is not the sword. This is not the sword. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God proceeding out of your mouth. It's not a sword until it comes out of your mouth. So take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God praying always. In other words, praying the Word of God always. I'm convinced what he's saying here, and like I say, you don't have to believe it this way. I'm just throwing it out to you. Do what you want to with it. I'm convinced he's saying when you pray in the Spirit, it is your Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, praying exactly what the Word says about it, whatever the situation is. Now, this is why the Apostle Paul says in Romans, when you know not what to pray for as you ought, the Holy Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. For he maketh intercession for us he who, he the Holy Spirit, our Jesus, our intercessor, through the Holy Spirit, maketh intercession for us about things we don't even know about, things we don't know how to pray about. He maketh intercession for us according to God. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, our book offer all this week is book offer number 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority. Now, this book was formerly called Authority in Three Worlds. It was a small paperback. It is now in a regular-sized book, and we've changed the title, got a new cover on it, but it's the same book of Authority in Three Worlds. But if you don't have this book, it's now entitled Spiritual Authority. 
It's $11 plus $4 postage and handling. That's a total of $15. And this book will give you insight into how God created man in his image and his likeness, gave mankind dominion over this planet. We have a chapter in here entitled Keys to Understanding the Bible. If you don't understand the first three chapters of Genesis, you're not going to understand the Bible real clearly. Authority of the body. This is an important chapter because it deals with the fact that your body gives you authority on this planet. Jesus had to be born on this planet to have authority here because in Genesis 1, God gave mankind authority. And he took on him the image of man. He was a man, first of all. He was the son of God, all right. But God had to anoint him so he could destroy the works of the devil. In chapter 9, it says the authority of Jesus. Now we have in chapter 11, says Jesus, a sin offering. This book starts in Genesis and carries you through the Bible, showing you an overall view of what some people only have bits and parts of. Chapter 13 is first begotten of the dead. Did you know that Jesus, after he arose from the dead, he was called the first begotten from the dead and never called again the only begotten of the Father? He's the first begotten from the dead. That's important. Offer number 7504, your spiritual authority, 180-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling. That's a total of $15. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.